Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. You're listening to Christy Russell. I'm your host and I have just wrapped up my final launch of the year for 2023. Just done the last intake for the Music and Mindset course, which is my signature online course that goes over eight weeks. And we really focus on uh, a comprehensive overview of what musical learning is, how it affects the brain, how it, um, it boosts our all areas of learning, all areas of physical, emotional, social development. We go over musical concept basics such as percussion, uh, instruments to use. We talk about um, what beat is, what rhythm is, how we can simply learn this for ourselves and then bring that musical learning in for the children that we work with and care for as well. We talk about storytelling and the power of good storytelling, whether that be using books or puppets or oral stories. And we talk about different types of music that's really wonderful to create a calming environment. We talk about music for regulation. We talk about music for boosting mood and, you know, gathering a sense of community. We talk about music that helps us learn about different cultures and different languages. Um, it's a really, like I say, it's a comprehensive course and it's really the only comprehensive course, an online course that... I've actually seen offered and my mission if you haven't already heard me talk about it many times my mission is to really get this into our training packages so I am in the process of figuring out how to actually do that and become registered training organization um, or at least an assessor so that we can start bringing the actual learning musical learning and mindfulness practices into the things that we are teaching our Cert 3 and Diploma um, students and also at a bachelor level as well. And you'll hear me talk about next week when I have my guest on, um, my friend Kate, who is a very talented and skilled and very professional teacher, early childhood trained teacher and also a trainer and assessor herself. So she has a lot of experience in teaching at a Cert 3 diploma level and postgraduate and bachelor as well. She's got a wealth of knowledge. And one thing that Kate and I share, actually we share a lot of passions, but one really is that um, we embrace the power of play, the power and magic of music and artistic creation. And we really... Uh, you know we're really about connecting and making meaning from the things that we're learning so you'll hear about that next week but today I just wanted to have a quick chat with you because I haven't haven't had an episode out last week I was just flat out with the launch with open week so yeah today is just a bit of a, a recap on the last sort of couple of weeks and um, what I've got coming up for you next week and sort of looking ahead because oh my gosh the year is racing to a finish isn't it so um yeah today i'll just do a little recap about that and some things that i have learnt from this launch and i reckon now is a great time to go grab yourself a drink or a cuppa pop your earphones on or pop your walking shoes on if you're going out for a walk 
and uh, yeah, let's meet up after the music, okay. Hello and welcome to the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host, Christy Russell. I'm a music and mindset mentor and founder of Movers and Shakers Music. I'm also a trained early childhood teacher, piano teacher, musician, mum of two, wife and passionate Aussie entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to spread the magic and power of music and mindset to as many people as possible. Every day I tap into the power of music and mindset and every day I notice how much more focused, resilient and connected I am at work and at home. You could even say I am more in tune with myself and the world around me and I want that for you too. If you're passionate about early childhood education, curious about the relationship between music, mindfulness and the human brain, then this podcast is for you. Join me each week as I discuss all things to do with music, mindfulness and why it matters so much to be advocating for this in early childhood. My goal is to inspire you with stories, research findings and a whole heap of practical tips so that you can have the confidence and skills to embed music and mindset practices into your daily routines and your early learning programs. Because when we love music, we love learning, we love life. Let's tune in. Okay, so for those of you that haven't been following along, I've been really busy uh, creating content for early childhood educators and carers. And that content is really to do with supporting you to embrace your own musicality, to learn a little bit about why music is so important for our brain function, for our pre-literacy, pre-numeracy skills, social skills, um, you know, when we're talking about that birth to five space, um, why it's just so important to make sure that we're offering as many meaningful experiences and connections and opportunities to learn in a playful, um, non-stressful way in that birth to five period. And, um, you know, if, if you're new to the early childhood education space or if you're, if you're just learning about it, even if you know a lot about it already, it's always good to, to have a little bit of a recap and, and make sure that we are remembering why it's important to do all these things in that birth to five space early. And we know that from a neuroscience perspective, from all our scientific research, that our brains learn best and grow the best, as in they thrive, not just survive, when we are feeling safe. So that's when our, our actual nervous systems are in a fairly regulated state of calm and feeling safe and feeling supported and feeling loved. That means all of our feel-good hormones are, are going really well and our endorphins are, are high and our oxytocin levels are high and it means that our stress responses are very low. That means our adrenaline's low, our stress response, our cortisol, things like that. So that's when we are able so when those things are low and our feel-good hormones and endorphins and things are high, that's when our brain is best able to process all of the information around it, create memories, create networks and neural pathways with all the parts of the brain, and that's when we are able to really learn at our best. And, you know, it seems like a bit of a no-brainer to then bring musical learning and mindfulness practices 
into the birth to five space and to educate our educators and carers and parents of young children about this because I mean these are two proven um, modalities I suppose you would call it modalities of of teaching and learning and, and scaffolding learning that have been proven to create an optimal brain functioning and when I say that I've, I feel like I'm really cold and, and scientific and things like that I don't mean to be it's just that you know in in everyday speech it's like well our brain learns best when we're happy our brain learns best when we're having fun and it's not just for children you know even as an adult if you've ever tried to learn anything as an adult it can be quite difficult because we've got this expectation that we should know what we're doing because we have the ability to sort of um, critically reflect on what we're doing whereas when we're children we don't necessarily reflect we don't have that sort of cognitive capacity to reflect on what we're doing we just do it but you know especially with my grown-up students if I'm teaching them piano or singing or or ukulele any of those new skills it just takes that little bit longer because we are that bit older and we do have that sort of in critical reflection happening but also once we've learned that we can also you know feel a lot um, a lot of contentment and a lot of satisfaction that oh gosh we've actually learned that and it makes sense now and one thing that I know my husband's been doing lately and I'm sure he won't mind me talking to you about this is he's been doing um, learning some great tunes on the banjo and you know he's really he's doing so much practice and it's wonderful to see him commit to that because like I said it can be tricky as an adult to commit to continuing to learn something even though it's hard at the start but he's finally got to the point the almost this sweet spot of going oh my gosh it actually makes sense to me now I understand I can feel that I'm learning and I said to him the other day that that's actually you can feel the new connections that have been made in your brain and that might sound a little bit weird to some people but you know, this is another difference between musical learning and then just engaging with music. You know, it's lovely to engage with music, listening or dancing to it. And, you know, we get that enjoyment and the pleasure and all of the endorphins and things, but there may not be any necessary brain change, like a, a, a significant change in our brain structure. That part, and the research is showing that actual significant changes in our brain structure or our connection comes through musical learning so that um, that continual learning of an instrument or um, and when I say instrument I'm including vocal as well because you know vocal vocals are your first instrument so you know we um, we do need to distinguish the difference between musical learning and in, and just engaging with music but you know, it's important to be able to have both. And that's part of the reason, part, you know, part of the motivation behind me creating a course like this um, that has musical learning in it. So, yes, I'm giving you a taster and I'm, I'm not teaching you how to play a musical instrument for a long time, but I'm giving you a taster of, of what it means to start introducing musical learning into your own life and then being able to be confident to start introducing it to 
the children that you work with and care for. And I mean, we have to start somewhere. We can't just meet people, you know, we need to meet people where they're at with their skill set, um, with their mindset. We need to, um, in order for uh, something to become really ingrained and become meaning for us, meaningful for us enough to want to learn it, we need to plant a seed and to motivate and inspire and, and, and give those opportunities for what could happen if you kept going with this, you know. So for me, I'm planting seeds of, okay, knowledge first. You know, we need to know why musical learning is so important. We need to know why mindfulness practices are so important. So I'll give you those initial information for that. And, you know, I'll give you it through um, through the course, of course, but also through the free resources free resources that I have available so you'll find if you haven't already the one of the most popular at the moment is the breathing guide and that's you know it's just a simple download of my five top breathing tips that's you know I created a couple or modified a couple of them from things that I've learned in the past and that I've used so you know it's just about me putting it out there and putting it together and and showing it to you and hoping that you um, hoping that it makes sense to you and you can bring it into your to your home, into your daily work, use it with your kids, use it for yourself, just to support you on that on that path with self-regulation and therefore co-regulation with the young children or you know whoever you're working with. And so you know we really want to be able to start planting seeds. You have to start at some point and that some point can be very different for many different people. And that's okay, but I figure the best place is to start at the start, give you a little bit of information, give you an idea of how to put it into practice. So, you know, whether it be at the start of your group time or at a um, when you're sitting down for a meal, you just do a little couple of breaths. I always like to work in threes, you know, threes a charm, they say. So, you know, do three small, slow intake breaths, breathing through your nose. Breathing out through your mouth. Breathing in through your nose. Oh, what can you smell? Breathing out through your mouth. And you're doing that and you're starting to plant a seed of being becoming mindful. Okay. And then from that you can grow that and you can apply it to your own learning, apply it to your own particular um, you know, your your scenario, whatever it is where you work or where you are at home. And so there's there's a quite a few um, little downloads that you can tap into that are free. I mean there's also another free resource that I have is the what instrument is that? If you haven't already checked that out on YouTube, it is, I really enjoy doing that. They're only like between four and six-ish minutes and I just choose one instrument, say the maracas, and I just give you a little tip about what the maraca is. If it has a bit of a history, I'll tell you a bit about that. And then I give you an idea of how to use it in your, in a song or a music and movement activity. And so just little bit by little bit, I'm trying to plant, or my, you know, my intention is planting little bits of, of motivational and inspirational seeds so that you can see that it can be done and it's not distant from you and it, you know, musical learning and mindfulness techniques don't have to be these, you know, prohibitive things that you can't tap into if, you know, if you think of yourself as not musical or 
you know, you're, some people think of mindfulness as a bit hippy-dippy. Well, you know, there's a lot of science. That, that's really a, a sort of a an outdated way of thinking about it because there's a huge amount of research and scientific backing to to really show how important it is to our brain health, our um all sorts of things, our physical and mental health and well-being when we bring mindfulness techniques in. So, you know, to that I would say I hear you, I see that, you know, you might have um, that kind of viewpoint or that kind of mindset about it, but I, you know, just encourage you to have a think about how that works for you and um, perhaps have a think about other, you know, consider other ways of thinking. Um, yeah, it's always... It's always helpful to be a little bit curious and to, to have a little bit more of a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. You know, there's so many people um, out there that have have uh, experienced a lot more joy and connection and a lot more inner peace when they sort of adopt or start practicing to have a growth mindset. So, yeah, that's my little ramblings for today. I am um, looking out the window of my little studio where I'm recording this and it's an absolutely beautiful day. There's some clouds up in the sky here and there, but mostly it's blue, the sun's out. And, um, yeah, I think it's time for me to go and have a little wander outside and listen to the bird song and you know, recharge after my massive week of, of uh, being on socials and doing a lot of content and sending emails and all sorts of things that, you know, take uh, take a lot more time and energy to produce when you're in launch mode. So for those of you that played along with me during open week and that, um, that tapped into some of those free resources and live training, thank you. That was really lovely. Um, to connect with you and uh, yeah I look forward to doing it again in um, early next year as well Um, so yeah for the rest of the year gosh that's really coming up quickly isn't it for the rest of the year my I'm going to focus on producing some more free resources and some low-cost resources for you to tap into as well for tuning to and yeah, just keep finding out how, keep down this path of finding out how we can really start to bring some of these modalities and musical learning and mindfulness into the actual training packages for our, for our educators, because early childhood educators just such an important role, you know, educators in general are um, really undervalued part of our uh, our working industry I feel um so yeah that's all for me this week I would uh yeah really look forward to sharing with you the episode next week with my friend Kate um as I said she's a she's a wonderfully skilled and experienced and passionate early childhood teacher trainer and assessor as well so that's something to look forward to and I've got another couple of um, guests I'll give you a sneak preview as they come along I've got a few more guests um, booked in for the rest of the year and um, might even have a little Christmas song to release to you as well in in the uh, coming future but yeah that's I won't say any more I don't want to spoil the surprise <laughs> so as always thank you for listening thank you for tuning in um 
have a wonderful day wherever you are and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Okay, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode was brought to you by my signature course, Music and Mindset, the most comprehensive online course for early childhood educators and carers. You can check it out at moversandshakersmusic.com.au. Remember the double O in Movers, along with lots of other free resources to inspire you and boost your confidence and skills. If you love this episode, please spread the joy. Share it with a friend, tag me on social media at Movers and Shakers Music. And remember to download it and give it a rating because that really helps us to continue creating content that's relevant and useful for you and for many others. I'm Christy Russell and I'm here to help you understand why music and mindset matters. See you again soon.